This past August, I decided to hop on a plane and head to Phoenix, Arizona, home of the Nest Tiny House. Please make sure that all those electronic devices that use cellular technology are in airplane mode. Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well. Welcome to Popcorn Finance, where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make popcorn. Here in Phoenix, Arizona, I'm talking to Cassandra and Gilbert. They're the owners of the Nest Tiny Home here in Phoenix. How are you two doing? Great. Doing great. Yeah, thank you. This is my first time ever being inside of a tiny home. I've been like a long-term or a long-time like stalker of <laughs> tiny homes from a distance online. Did an episode on tiny living, and I just like when I saw your home featured uh, on uh, it's um, the Dream Big Live Tiny account that Alan runs. I was like, this is close enough. I was like maybe one day I'll actually have a chance to come down here, and we just decided, hey, why not make it a little short trip and and come check it out? And I'm really happy we did because this is this is amazing, amazing place here. Oh, cool. Nice. So, well, thank yeah. you for staying with us. Yeah, totally. So, I mean, for one, how long have you had the tiny home here? Well, we started renting it at the end of January, um, but it was finished construction um, in December of 2017. Yeah. And what made you even decide to build the tiny home? Well, we originally were hosting out of our house uh, for a while, just a spare bedroom that we had. And then we had our first child, our girl, and we had to use that as a nursery and from at that point we really just like hosting people and then the extra income that we made from it so we decided to do something a little unique and different so we thought of a tiny house as like another airbnb uh, project for us it was the only thing that we could fit in our backyard also (laughs) yeah (laughs) i think it's a great thing to do because it makes it unique it stands out for sure you know when you think of a place to stay when you want to you know go on a short trip you know seeing someone's room versus seeing this like beautiful tiny home that you have here it's it makes a huge difference it it caught my eye for sure when i saw it yes and as hosts we really hope to give our guests a whole experience and not just a place to crash no it it definitely feels like it you know we we noticed that it's like all the labels and everything's really laid out it makes it really (laughs) easy to figure out what's going on because staying in a tiny home for the first time it's you know, it's, you don't know where stuff is. You don't know what to do, really. So mm-hmm. that helps for sure. <laughs> yes. Lots of space saving hacks that you kind of have to know about. <laughs> so were you fans of tiny homes before or was this like you just saw the opportunity to, to fit a tiny home in your backyard? Um, well, I would say we were somewhat a tiny home fans. We really like the minimalist and small house, you know, uh, type of movement. And, uh, originally we were even thinking about like a container home, uh, as a possibility. So not necessarily a tiny house, but we're looking at other small units that we can put back here as like an option. But yeah, we, once we found somebody who had built a small studio, we reached out to them and they ended up having the idea of building a tiny house. And so we partnered with them and it just kind of rolled from there and and snowballed and we ended up contracting with the contractor to build it. Yeah, and previously, our first year of marriage, we lived in a studio apartment in San Francisco. So we got really good at using every square inch, um, height included. We're both pretty tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I noticed that when I met both of you, but yeah, you guys <laughs> yeah. are pretty tall. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we had to pick something where we could go up. And yeah. even our main house now with our two girls is um, considerably smaller than the average American home for a family of four. So it may not be technically a tiny house where we actually live, but we have to be very smart with how we use our space as well for all four of us. 
us. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. I can definitely understand. <laughs> Me and my wife, we're in a one-bedroom apartment, and even for us, we're, like, bumping into each other constantly. So yeah. <laughs> we know the struggle. Oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And so how's the experience been of renting out this space on on Airbnb? Like, you know, what are, the, what are some of the things you've noticed, some of the issues you run into? How's, how's it going? It's been really smooth so far. The type of guests that we get on Airbnb are generally pretty adventurous people anyway. And most people who stay with us are particularly interested in tiny living. They either have just watched the shows and admired it or maybe want to try it out themselves and also appreciate the the urban feel of Phoenix. So a lot of people stay for just a couple nights on their way to or from exploring all that Arizona has to offer, the Grand Canyon or Sedona, but really want a unique experience in, right in the middle of Phoenix also. It is unique, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've met some really great people, too. It's been really cool to get to know people and really create a memory for them, too. You know, just meeting different people from all different types of places, it's kind of the same experience that we were looking for when we were doing Airbnb the first time is just meeting cool people and just getting to know who they are and where they're from and yeah it's just mm -hmm. sharing kind of a piece of their life and and understanding what they're doing and what they're about so it's fun and like you yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. you're a perfect example of that so yeah and yeah, it's, it's been really fun. cool to see how people have really latched onto this almost minimalism movement and i wouldn't call myself a total minimalist i promise i do have clutter but uh, the idea that we're being much more specific about what we do choose to have in our homes, things that we really love or that really function the way that we need to, I think is a really cool way for our guests to really experience in a well-designed space. So I hope that people go home inspired how they could not necessarily sell everything they have and build a tiny house, but edit areas of their life where they could take home lessons learned from staying here. Yeah, exactly. Because it's one of those things that no, it's okay. No, worry about it. There's a baby crawling around in here. <laughs> That's fine. Oh, yeah. Just, just to, to add that in there, that your two daughters are here as well. They're joining yeah. us. Yes. <laughs> Ages three and one. They keep us on our toes as well. Yep. But no, I think I think it's great because it gives people a taste of minimalism and uh, tiny living. And you can, like you said, you can take pieces from it. Maybe there's something that you can implement at home or, you know, you just... It's much different being here than seeing it online. Exactly. Because it's yes. much bigger than I thought it would be. Mm -hmm. Like even walking up, I was like, that looks pretty small. Yeah. <laughs> and once well, you walk in, it's way, way different. Yeah. yeah. We were lucky enough to get some good architects who knew what they were doing and they already had a layout planned. And so this was kind of unique build where you have this whole side just free and clear with the windows and then you know, this type of L kitchen that we have here because we really wanted to create some space because the other ones that we did look at, they were a little short, um, little narrow because of their galley style kitchens. So we wanted to do something a little more open and spacious. No, it, it, you definitely feel it. And it's like you have this beautiful backyard, too, that you can see. So it makes it we were just saying it feels like that's part of the home because of how open it is. It feels like all of this, is, you know, I can, I'm pointing like people can see what I'm pointing. At. <laughs> <laughs> but the way it's laid out, one whole wall is almost completely windowed. Right. right. And so you can see the backyard and it makes it feel like the backyard is part of the home. You can just easily walk back and forth. So it, it opens it up a lot. Exactly. And we have a big tree here, too. It's part of why it's called the nest. <laughs> and it's cozy, you know, like a little bird. Uh, and that's all you need. And But we hope you feel refreshed also after staying here and experiencing less house, but more home. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to ask you just one final tip for, for the people listening, because uh, I talk a lot about side hustles and making extra income and things like that. So are there any tips you have for people who are interested in doing Airbnb? It doesn't have to be maybe, you know, they're going to build their own tiny home, but, you know, your experience renting out a room and then now your experience having your own separate place you're renting. 
Yeah. Well, it was a bit of an investment up front, obviously. The time that it takes is actually is fairly minimal compared to the return that you get, not only financially, but relationally as well. What else would you add to that? Yeah, I would say try to create something a little more unique and special. And it does take a little more thought and preparation. But, you know, Cassie's really good with hosting and then going above and beyond. So anything that you can add to the stay is definitely a plus because you, sometimes you stay at places that are kind of, okay, I just need a room and a place to stay. Yeah, but, exactly. <laughs> but if you make it special and, you know, you kind of make the person feel welcome and thought of, then that's a, definitely a plus. Yeah. And I would just add to that Airbnb or other rental, short-term rentals like this are more of a hospitality industry rather than real estate. So you have to be somebody that really does have a heart for that to some extent uh, rather than... Um, you know, buying a rental property. Like the experience of it all is, is much yes. different. They're like, you know, you can just go out and buy homes and maybe flip it. I mean, mm -hmm. that's that's a big investment and big time investment. But you kind of just you buy this home and you kind of just get rid of it. Mm -hmm. Whereas here, you're, you're getting like an experience out of it. You're not only are you making a side income from it, mm -hmm. but you also get to, you know, meet people. You have the experience of mm -hmm. really is having your own hotel almost. <laughs> Basically. Right. Yeah. yeah. And we do just as much laundry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, yeah. I want to let everyone know, you know, or have you let everyone know sure. where they can find more information about the tiny home, where they can find out how to book a night and stay? Because mm -hmm. I, I would recommend it. I, I've, we've only been here like a couple of hours and it's been great so far. <laughs> oh, right. oh, that's our daughter banging on the window. <laughs> uh, um, you can certainly find us on Airbnb, the Nest Tiny House, um, but you can also find our website at www.thenestphx.com. And also please check out our Instagram. So, at the Nest PHX. I love to feature updates, the art changes, that we make updates to the backyard, and our Airbnb listing can only show so much of the experience. So you'll just have to come and try it out yourself too. Yeah, you have to. It, the, the pictures are beautiful, but it doesn't do it justice until you actually show up here and experience it. So exactly. I would yeah. say make, make a stop to Phoenix, you know, especially on the West Coast. It's really easy to get over here. It's not that far. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And nine months out of the year, indoor outdoor living is beautiful here. Yeah. <laughs> Although it is pretty cool in here in the summertime. Though. That is true. You we have a great cool AC. It down. Yes. It's better. It's better insulated than our own house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, because you have no idea that it's 100 degrees outside yeah. right now. It, right. Feel, it feels nice and I'm actually cold, so it's good. <laughs> I'll let you two get back to what you do. I appreciate you taking some time. No, you just got off of, of work yes. and you have your yeah. kids that I'm sure want your attention. So no, thank you. I appreciate the time. Oh, thank you for Thanks having so much us. for having us. Enjoy your stay. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> First, I want to say a big thank you to Cassandra and Gilbert for sitting and talking with me for a few minutes. They were busy. They had their daughters, who I'm sure didn't want to sit around and watch their parents talk on microphones. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, they still sat with me anyways. And uh, Gilbert had actually just gotten off of work. And so I really appreciate their time. It was a lot of fun because they have an amazing place. I think they've done a great job. And, you know, I'm really happy this was my first experience in a tiny home. It set, it set the bar high because this was a really nice place. But... You know, it was it was something that I always really liked. I liked the idea of tiny homes, but I didn't know if it was just in the concept or in theory I liked them or if in reality, once I stepped foot in one, I would actually like them. And, you know, I after spending some time there, I could really see myself living in a tiny home. So, yeah, if you want to check out their listing and maybe book a night for yourself, I'll put a link in the show notes uh, along with some images that I took, some pictures that I took while I was actually staying at the tiny home. And, you know, to give you a better feel of how everything looked, give you, you know, more perspective on size and spacing and all that good stuff. So you can visit popcornfinance.com slash 76. And there is where you find all that information. 
And I've also posted some of these images up on Instagram as well. So if you're not following me, go go follow Popcorn Finance Podcast. I throw up some images of some of the things I've been doing, some of the production, uh, the behind the scenes things that I'm doing for the show. And I almost forgot to mention, there's going to be a new series starting up next week on September 10th. It is the back to school series. I'll be talking about college from the very beginning of the process. So from saving up for college for your kids with a 529 plan to how to apply and win scholarships, choosing a major that'll fit the career that you want, understanding student loans a little bit better, and I'll have a conversation with two people who have a different take on the whole college experience and, and what it means to them in their careers. Overall, I wanted this to be a series that covered a wide range of things and guests in each episode who I think bring a lot of knowledge and a really unique perspective to each of these topics. So please make sure that you are subscribed so that way you can catch that series when it comes out. It's going to be a total of six episodes over five weeks. So be on the lookout for that. And thanks for joining me for another bag of popcorn. You know, I always really appreciate you being here and listening. Hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Boy, keep it poppin' like Mary Poppins.